Hello, and welcome to the North Bros Beat. This podcast features the people, businesses, and events of the North Bros of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. For anyone listening to this podcast for the first time, welcome. And as info, the North Bros comprises Bellevue, Avalon, Ben Avon, Ben Avon Heights, Emsworth, Kilbuck, and Ohio Township. My name is Suzanne Schneider, and I'm guest hosting for Judy Pastor, who's involved in some other community projects right now. She is one busy lady. Today is November 28th, 2023, and just so happens to be Giving Tuesday, which is quite appropriate for our podcast today. I'd like to welcome another North Boroughs resident, Chris Gerlong, to talk about the Salvation Army, mainly about their new or newer facility in Avalon, how they are supporting the North Boroughs, and what we can do to help them. Chris, welcome to the podcast, and thank you so much for talking with us today. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here, Suzanne. Thank you for having me. Sure. What is your position with the Salvation Army, and how long have you been with them? I am the chair of the advisory board for the Allegheny County Salvation Army, and I have been with them since 2006. I started in 2006 when I was working at Highmark, and one of our executives who had been the representative of Highmark on the advisory board um, changed roles, and she left Highmark, and she asked me to take her place. And when she was describing the Salvation Army to me, she said, these are the most purely good people you will ever meet in your life. And that is 100% true. And obviously that's why you're still with them. Yes, yes. They're remarkable people. I enjoy every minute of dealing with them. Oh, that's great. Could you give us a brief history of the Salvation Army? Because personally, I had no idea that it began in London. Right, yeah, most people don't know that. Um, It began in 1865. There was a man, William Booth, who was a Methodist minister in London. And what he became frustrated with is that the church catered to upper middle class, rich people, people of importance, and um, they neglected or shunned even poor people, people that they considered quote unquote sinners. Mm. um, And they were not allowed to join in um, services. And so he decided to start this army of salvationists. And the reason he had the metaphor of an army is that he felt that the use of uniforms and the, the discipline that went with it would put them in good stead with other people. Oh, wow, that explains a lot because I never understood like the army ranking and the uniforms right, and stuff. Right, yeah. It was because he felt that that would really help people be recognized as part of the army. And again, the ranking and the hierarchy helps with discipline and organization. Yeah, well, that makes sense. So how did the Salvation Army get from London to the United States? Well, what happened was um, William Booth had a daughter, Evangeline, um, who was also very, very active in the Army. And she brought the Salvation Army to the United States in the late 1800s, 1870, 80-ish. And then it just took off from there in the U.S. And now the Salvation Army is all over the United States. It is in 132 countries. Um, And we're the only 
charitable organization that has people on the ground to deliver service in that many countries. That's amazing. I had no idea. Yeah. No, wait a minute. So he sent his daughter in the right. late 1800s to, yes. to head this up in the United States? Yeah, pretty unusual um, for a woman to have that kind of prestige, power, you know, for him to trust. But, but she's a remarkable person. And one of the things I love the most about her, you, you probably know that one of the bylines of the army is doing the most good. And that comes from a quote that Evangeline Booth said, and that is, there is no greater reward than doing the most good for the most people in the most need. And that's what the Salvation Army does. Throughout this podcast, when we talk about the Army, we're talking about the Salvation Army, right? Not the right. U.S. Army. I right, exactly. want to make sure that's clear. Right, yeah, exactly. I'm sure the Army does great things. Oh, but, I'm sure um, they do. <laughs> we know they do. Uh, right, right. Okay, so as far as Allegheny County, um, I guess it's been in, in Pennsylvania, Right. In Allegheny County from the beginning, yeah, I would imagine. Right, right. And right now in Allegheny County, there are seven what we call core. Again, it's a military metaphor. And that is a they are worship and service centers. And so each one of those is a church. And what people may not know is that the Salvation Army is a Christian denomination. It it derives from Methodist. It's a little bit different in um, some ways than the Methodist, but because William Booth was a Methodist minister, it began as a Methodist denomination. And, and so the worship center has worship on Sundays. They have Bible study, um, but they also have um, services that aren't necessarily related to the church. And, and those, um, those are available to anybody. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be even Christian to, to get those services. So, so there are seven, and then there are um, s small service centers throughout the county, but we service all the zip codes in Allegheny County. Wow. Well, what we'd like to talk about today is the service center that's now in Avalon on South Home Avenue. Right. How did that come to Avalon? Didn't it used to be... It was on side? the north side, yeah. yes. Um, it was on the north side, but the building that we were in needed a whole lot of work, work that it wasn't worth investing in that building. So we started looking for other locations that we could serve the same zip codes. And what we found in Avalon was that the building where the VFW was, was for sale. Um, again, their building was in need of a lot of repair. There was asbestos that, that would have to be abated if they wanted to do anything. And so the VFW, and you, you probably can imagine, it was an older group of people. Yeah. Um, and it, well, it just wasn't sustainable. They were very, very happy to sell the building to us. And the Avalon Council was um, just greatly supportive and welcoming of us. They were great. We, we had a wonderful partnership with them and with the VFW. So we bought that property, we tore down the VFW, and we built this beautiful building um, that is, now sits next to the library on yeah, South Home. I was going to say, I haven't, <clears throat> I haven't been in the building yet. It looks gorgeous from the outside. But I always notice that when I go to the library or I cut through on South Home to go somewhere. Right. I mean, I was surprised when you told me there's an actual church 
like with church services on yes. Sunday and everything there. What what else do they offer? Well, um, besides, again, they, they have things like Bible study. They have a women's group, a men's group. The the officers who were there, they are Lieutenants Tyler and Kelly Melfi. Um, they're a young couple. They're just wonderful. They're very dynamic. They have two young sons. Um, they're very involved in the community. And and actually, Tyler is an artist. He, he actually made a living as an artist before he joined the Army. And he did art classes. Um, there's There are lots of activities for youth. And one thing that we're just beginning is we, we hired um, a director of adult older adult ministries and the Avalon Corps is one place where we're going to start that because as because you know that the library is next to it the next building down is a senior citizen high-rise there's Met Towers which is walking distance and it is an older population in oh, yeah. the North Boroughs um, including me and yeah, me uh, too <laughs> So um, we're very excited about that. We have a social uh, a social worker there. If people need rent assistance, food assistance, you know, anything that people need, we try to either deliver it ourselves or refer them to um, to the appropriate agency where they can get that care. Well, I mean, that's great for a lot of people who don't know where to turn. And if if, right. if the Salvation Army can't help them they at least can refer them to someone who can, yes. hopefully. Yes. So how do they fund all of these programs and everything? Well, one of the ways is um, the Red Kettle campaign. Um, oh, the we, Christmas time right, with the right, Santa's helper. <laughs> right. And, you know, that's really the most visible that we are, the Salvation Army is, um, to people, is at Christmas time. Yeah. With the bell ringers and, you know, like you said, Santa's helpers. And, you know, all the things that go with it. So Christmas is when actually we raise the most significant amount of money. So you'll see, um, you know, someone ringing a, a bell in front of a kettle at Sam's Club, at Giant Eagle, you know, across the area. And um, one thing people may not know is that every dollar that goes into that kettle goes to local programming. So it doesn't go into one big pot either statewide or nationally, it goes to the Avalon Corps to deliver services to the North Boroughs. So basically, if you donate in the North Boroughs, the money stays in the yes. North Boroughs. Yes, and same with anywhere else where we have, you know, um, Braddock, you know, any of the Allegheny Valley, any of the Corps, the, the money stays locally. The other thing that people, I, I hope they know, is that you know, one of the things we've struggled with over the years is that, no, as you know, nobody carries cash anymore. That's true. Um, everybody has a, you know, PayPal or a credit card. Very few people carry cash. So we now have on the sign with the kettle a QR code. And you scan the QR code and it takes you to a place where you can donate. Oh, wow. That's, uh, well, you got to do something, yeah, we right? Have, right, exactly. <clears throat> I mean, there are other ways. You can go to our website. Um, you can also donate at any PNC bank. PNC is our big supporter, big sponsor of the Red, Red Kettle campaign. So you can go into any PNC bank, and they will take a donation for the Red Kettle. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's amazing. <clears throat> I was just at um, Sam's Club yesterday, 
and I walked into the foyer and I heard this beautiful Christmas carol and I thought, oh, Sam's Club's getting in this spirit, you know, blasting up. And then I realized it wasn't coming over the PA system. It was Santa's helper at the Red Kettle singing a Christmas yeah. carol. And his voice was beautiful. I, it just blew me away. So when I left, I, I of course, had to donate. And I, yeah. I told him how great he was. And he just kind of got all shy yeah. and thanked me. Yeah. And, you know, but... Um, that was the first time I heard of a singing Santa's Helpers. Well, so. yeah, we do have uh, one thing about the Army is that there there's a big focus on music. You've probably seen the Army bands. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so music is a big part of the way we deliver our messages to folks. So, um, yeah, he's great. And anything we can do to t attract attention, <laughs> you know, to the kettle, we're, we're happy Yeah, the to Santa do. suit isn't always enough, no, right? No, <laughs> right, right. And the bell isn't always right. enough. But, um, yeah, the singing Santa does help. And I, I also noticed there was a, you had mentioned the website, there's a virtual kettle yes. on the website as yes, well. Yes, there is. So, there is. so the Salvation Army is getting up. Getting with the times here. Right. Yeah, right. We are. You know, the other big thing at Christmas is Project Bundle Up. You know, I always thought that was the TV station. I never realized that Salvation Army was behind that. Well, it's a partnership. It's an equal partnership. We, it started, Joe DiNardo started it. Maybe the mid-90s. I can't remember exactly. It's but, been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. And um, Joe started it, partnered with the Salvation Army. Cause, you know, they, they do a, all the publicity, and, you know, they're a very big part of it. And then the Army matches with the people that need the children and older adults. You may not even know this, but yeah, older adults realize, are yeah. eligible. The thing that I love about that, um, if you've ever been on one of those shopping trips, and I've been on a few, this is sometimes the very first time one of those kids gets to pick a brand new coat, boots, hat, scarf, gloves. They're often, you know, they're, they're kids that often rely on hand-me-downs from older siblings or, you know, something from a thrift shop or mm -hmm. whatever. But these kids get a brand new coat, whatever, you know, sparkly pink, what, you know, <laughs> with the Steelers on it or the Penguins or whatever it is. Um, they pick it out. It's theirs. And... You know, there's nothing like seeing that. There's just nothing at all like seeing that. Well, that that would be a big sense of pride, I think, for a little kid or something. Yeah, you know? it really is. And the telethon, um, the WTA telethon for Project Bundle Up starts next week, or December 1st, I think. December, which I think is Friday, right? Yeah, I think it starts oh, geez. December 1st. I can't believe we're talking December yeah. already. Right, right. I know I've seen Steeler and Penguin players get involved oh, yeah. with... Right, Project Bundle right. Up as well. Yeah, they have a great time too. They love it. Yeah. You know, again, you know, the, these kids just light up when, when you say you can pick any coat you want. Because sometimes if your mother's with you, you don't get to pick Yeah, them, isn't that you know, the truth? Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't want anything with sparklies and yeah. um, whatever. But yeah, it's a, it's a, a, you know, and we take them by buses and, you know, it's just a, and it's an incredible experience. And I, again, I didn't realize it was boots and, and scarves and hats, hats and gloves. I thought it was just a coat. Yes. Yeah. No, it's no. Whole... It's all, everything that goes with it. So they all match and they're all beautiful and handsome. and That is very cool. Yeah. They look great. Yeah. So um, it's, 
you know, again, it's, it's a wonderful thing, and it's one of the most visible things that the Army does at Christmas is that, you know, the Kettles and Project Bundle Up, um, but we're doing things all year. You know what, though? I think a lot of people don't realize how much the Salvation Army does because they, they tend to stay in the shadows. They don't really no. talk about themselves that much. No, we don't. It's one of my frustrations, frankly, is, um, and I mean, to their credit, what they feel is we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. We don't need, you know, recognition to do it. We'll do it if nobody notices. We'll do it if everybody notices. Right. Um, and again, that's one of the things I just love about them. It, they're only doing it to do the most good for the most people in the most need. So they truly live by that creed. Oh, there's oh, there's absolutely no question they live by it. Well, I was shocked when you told me that they're currently on the ground in the Ukraine. Oh, yeah. Oh, they are. And I can't remember, I think they have three sites in Ukraine because when it, when um, Russia first invaded, I was panicked. I didn't, know, you know, because I didn't know if those folks in the army were among the people, you know, who were casualties. But yeah, they, they're not leaving. They're not leaving. That's just amazing to me. Yeah. You know, they're often the very first people on site at disasters. We were among the very first responders at the Tree of Life, you know, the massacre at the Tree of Life. We're, we're there when we're needed. Is it mostly <clears throat> to, to provide meals or refreshment or something? Yeah, or? well, they, they take what they, we call a canteen, and it's for the first responders. But, you know, we'll also help. And the Red Cross is there, too. Don't get me wrong. They're, you know, right. they're helping out, too. But um, between us, we're trying to help with whatever people need. So um, any victims, the first responders, right. who is ever affected by whatever right. the tragedy And to give um, counseling and support. I mean, especially, at, you know, in things like the Tree of Life. Oh, yeah where um, it wasn't just, you know, it wasn't a fire or a hurricane. It was a horrific yeah. massacre. So, yeah, so we do our best to help. Well, how much, how much money is the, the Army looking to, to make to sustain their, their programs and stuff in Allegheny County and in the North Boroughs? Well, just for the Red Kettle, we, are raise, we want to raise our goal for Allegheny County is $547,000. The goal for the North Boroughs is $105,000. Now that's just the red kettle. So, um, you know, we have other campaigns throughout the year, but for for Christmas time, that's, and plus then the, the telethon will raise money separately for bundle up. So bundle up is for the whole county? Yes. It's not just for, right? yeah, okay. So, and they, so they do things countywide, they do things little location in their seven core wide, right. the service center right. wide. Right. And we also, I mean, the, the, the Salvation Army Western Pennsylvania Division, the headquarters is in Carnegie. It used to be downtown. When I first joined um, the board, it was downtown, which is now, that building is now a boutique hotel. I can't remember, the Pittsburgher maybe? I can't remember. Um, and they moved, they moved from that building to Carnegie, and the Western Pennsylvania Division is 28 counties, the 28 Western Pennsylvania counties. Oh, wow. Okay. So th they serve that. I'm, I'm on the board just for the Allegheny County. Gotcha. Getting back to how they kind of keep a low profile and don't basically 
toot their own horn. Yes, yeah. exactly. I was surprised when you told me that the Army was involved with human trafficking. Yes, yeah. What exactly, how are they getting involved? Well, it's called the Light Project, and what they're doing is, they're, believe it or not, the Allegheny County, I, I still can't believe this, is sometimes a hub for human trafficking. That's, that's frightening. It, it, yeah, it is frightening. And so what we're doing is providing services to the people that are rescued from human trafficking and you know, trying to, to get them back on their feet to provide counseling services for them. And actually, the Salvation Army it has a broader range of services than any other nonprofit right now to, for, 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 that for human trafficking. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there the the range of things that the Salvation Army does. Again, it's for the most people in the most need. Yeah. And there's nobody probably in more need than somebody who's who's being trafficked. That's for sure. Yeah. So, so yeah. The the light means it stands for leading individuals gracefully out of human trafficking. It's dedicated to raising awareness and providing support to survivors in Pittsburgh and in the surrounding 28-county Western Pennsylvania area. Um, it's unique because it helps survivors of both labor and sex trafficking. Um, they serve all genders. We provide housing and meet immediate needs for shelter through partnering agencies. In 2022, we served 41 survivors. 30 in Allegheny County? In, yeah. In 41, 30 were female, 11 were male, 23 were sex trafficked, 18 labor trafficked, 39 adults, two minors, 21 U.S. citizens, and 20 foreign nationals. Wow. So, yeah, that, that was a broad, that was Western Pennsylvania. That wasn't just Allegheny County, but it, I mean, it's just, it's shocking. I mean, you, you think of these things that happened like on the borders. Oh yeah, the, you know, you know it, it's everywhere. It's yeah, throughout it's the entire everywhere. country now. Yeah. It, it, that's what's so sad. Yeah. So Chris, if people want to make monetary donations or volunteer, because you're always taking volunteers, like yes. the, are the Santa, the Santa helpers, are they yeah. volunteers? Yeah, some of them are volunteers, some of them are paid, but most of them are volunteers. And you can volunteer as a group, as a family, you can volunteer to ring the bell just you know, for an hour or two or the whole day. Um, and you can sing. And you can you sing. <laughs> yeah, I can't, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, you can sing. Um, and if you want to give a donation to the kettle, you know, you can do it in the kettle. You can do it through the QR code. You can go to PNC Bank or you can go online to the North and, you know, go to North Borough's Salvation Army and there will be a place that you can donate. Okay. And they're located, the, the new building, well, the newer building. When was that built? It, um, it opened August of 2020 um, oh, in the middle seems, of the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, that's why. It was yeah. in the pandemic during yeah. the pandemic. It was during the pandemic. So um, it was tough to get started and get to be known. True. The, the, um, the worship center had services every Sunday. During but, the pandemic? During the, yeah, during the pandemic. Okay. But... Um, you know, they weren't able to do, no. to, to, you know, safely 
do things. And so it, it took a while to become known in the community. But again, these two officers, Tyler and Kelly, are terrific. They're really great. And there, there's actually a North Borough's podcast um, where Judy's interviewing Tyler. That's an interesting... Oh, okay. So uh, those of you who follow the North, North Borough's Beat, check out those past um, podcasts with Judy and Tyler <clears throat> about the Salvation Army as well. Right, right. Cool. Well, the building is located at 327 South Home Avenue in Avalon. Their telephone number is 412-415-1726. And just to summarize, it's important that everyone knows they can still donate to the Red Kettles this Christmas, even if they're not carrying cash. No, that's not an excuse anymore. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. exactly. And all of the money you donate stays in your neighborhood, which is, that's unheard of. That's another, I think, big reason to give because it stays in your neighborhood and helps your neighbors. Right. And the nice new facility in Avalon, you need to check it out. It's called the Salvation Army North Boroughs Worship and Service Center, and it does hold church services on Sundays. Right. So, Chris, I want to thank you very much for, for talking with us today. I, this sounds like something that's very near and dear to your heart. It is. It really is. I can't say enough about the good work that the Salvation Army does. It's very rewarding to be part of this group. And I always say, I'm not delivering the services, but maybe I'll get days off purgatory for being for supporting <laughs> the Salvation Army. So It should um, be worth something, it right? It should be worth right. <laughs> Right. So that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> well, thank you again. I really appreciate you being here. And to all of you listening, thanks for tuning in. And don't worry, Judy will be back for the next podcast. Thank you all. Take care. Thanks, Suzanne.